Nuggets Nation, welcome to the latest edition of the 24K podcast. It's been a minute since we've been with you, but Happy now we're holidays, back. Everyone. Happy yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays and Halloween and everything else that happened since the last time we were here. But we we are so excited. We have a great guest with us today, Malik Beasley. Welcome to the 24K Lounge. Thanks for having me, man. First one of the year. Good. That's what we're starting yeah. off 2019, right? Yes. <laughs> speaking of starting off 2019, right, you, my friend, have started it off well the whole season's been really good but let's just talk about the career high 23 points uh just yesterday as we're recording this he scored 23 points yes. <laughs> uh, and went over the new york knicks when you look at your season so far uh what just what comes to mind i mean how well are you playing how well are you feeling what, what comes to mind i was literally just talking to my dad we were, we were talking about how he always told me to stay ready and it sounded like a broken record and it's finally here, and I'm looking back like, dang, Dad, we, we, we stayed ready. And look at us now. We're, we're doing really well right now. We just got to continue it and just, just keep staying humble and keep working on – keep doing the same thing I've been doing. So it feels it feels amazing to have this opportunity and play like this. And you put in so much work over the summer. Uh, you know, kind of describe what, what that was for you in terms of – because we've been over a lot of other players and what yeah. they've done, but I don't think we've – anybody's really kind of yeah. taken a dive into what you've done. Here's the thing. We want details. We want details. Because I yeah. know that you're like, yeah, I put in yeah. a lot of work this summer. No, no, no. Okay. I want to know, like, well, what first, you did. Well, first, first off, I – didn't have a summer that I, like I usually do where I'm always having fun or like off the court I was more mature. That was the first thing. Um, not going out, doing things like that. And then um, I think the next thing was film. I watched all my jump shots last year whether I made it or not and I was always fading forward or fading back and I didn't even notice that. So we worked on my balance and jumping ability and stuff like that. Core, keep my hips low. So it's a lot of work and then over at least 5,000 shots a week making. Oh. Um, so I wake up at 6 in the morning, go lift at 10, and then go shoot back again at night when I, after my nap or lunch or something with um, my girl. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you say we, who is that? My trainer, Mark Campbell. Uh, he's, Give him the credit. He's been he's great. Mark, I'm shouting you out, <laughs> yeah. man. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Every game we talk at 5 p.m. I mean, two hours before the game when I'm getting stretched. We watch film and talk about what I got to do better, what I'm doing good, and continue things like that. So details is, is really important to him. I, I wonder if, you know, so when you're kind of growing up playing basketball, I wonder if it – do you ever think, you know, uh, my hips are mattering so much? You, you know what I'm nah, saying? Like, it, it, it seems shoot. like you got broken down from, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you shoot, yeah. shoot. And if I miss now, I know why I missed. I've never had that before. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's crazy because if she just spread my hands more or get lower on my shot, be shot ready. I think the main thing is being shot prepared every, every uh, game and every shot. You know, it's one thing we talked about this last year and you talked about, um, you just talked about the maturity, not going out in the summer right. and all that kind of stuff. But you had said that at some point, I think it was right around the yeah, all-star all break, like, last yeah, year. last yeah. year. Just talk about talk about your evolution there. Just, yeah. okay, when you realize, all right, I got to do something different, right. and, and this is going to benefit right. me. I mean, going out and having fun is always good to do for your body and just mentally. But I think I cut back a lot and just really focus on myself and really focus on the game because I knew this year was going to be a big year for me um, coming off the bench. So I just wanted to make sure I was ready. And it's paying off right now, and I want to make sure next year I'm ready. So I've got to wean off something or do other things to help me get better. Do you have a moment that you can, like, pinpoint and say that was when the switch flipped for me? Was there a person that talked to you, or what 
because that's a pretty big yeah. life change yeah. to be like, you know what? I'm gonna just gonna grow up now. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I think um, I have a son on the way, so I think that was the first thing that really changed my mind into being a better person and a better man. Um, but I think the main thing was just wanting to play more. Uh, I think I wanted the opportunity so much. Like I put in so much work. I just want to play. And I think that was the main thing. And I was like, what can I sacrifice to make me play better, make me do better? So and I figured it out. And it's been helping. I've been eating better. I'm not going to Chick-fil-A every day. It's like I That's used a to. It's, it's a very disappointment. <laughs> but I'm eating healthier. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself, honestly. And yeah. I just want to continue that. And once you build hab- habits, it continues. And that's what I've been doing. Did the, the, the new diet result in weight loss, weight gain? I mean, how did how did that? Yeah, a little bit weight gain because I wanted to gain a little bit more pounds, um, so a lot more carbs like that. But um, also just maintaining my speed and maintaining my ability to play defense, shoot the ball, things like that was make sure I just stay compact and not get too big or not get too small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Being a better let's let's actually let's 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 dive into a little bit more about the, the young man that you're going to. <laughs> Thank have. you. I was going to say let, we need just, to address the right main there. thing that yeah. was just said. First here. of all, if I f- saw your Instagram post, post right, you have a name for the for the yeah, child. Yeah, Makai. His name is Makai Beasley. You know, he's like, I forgot a middle name, but I think I'm gonna let that my parents or her parents deal with that. But we're excited. Um, first child for both of us. First grandbaby for both families. Wow. So, yeah. cool. You can't even not smile talking about it here. I know. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, everybody asks if I'm ready, but this this whole summer I've been pre- preparing myself for that. I've taken Lamar's classes. I've awesome. I've watched YouTube videos. I have the What to Expect Pregnancy book at home for men, and <laughs> I got the women's version on my phone in case I'm not home and I got to make sure she's okay. Um, I think that's been really helpful, though. Uh, I haven't been out. I haven't drank in five months since she's been had a baby. So I just I've been feeling good. I had wine here and there, but you mm-hmm. know, just feeling good. I did the same thing when uh, so when my wife was pregnant, she, I because obviously they can't drink. Yeah. So I just didn't drink with her. Yeah, I, I want to be like Jamal was like, "You're crazy for that." I'm like, "Nah, I just." <laughs> It's just different when you have a girl who's pregnant. You're tired with her. You you don't want to drink. You don't want to go out and leave her at home or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel bad if I ever did that. So I just I told her I'm not gonna drink unless you want me to. Like she bought me a drink for my birthday because she wanted me to drink. Um, but other than that, I just been trying to stay focused and think about my son on the way and trying to be great for him. Do, do you have the alarm that wakes you up at 3 in the morning and then 3.30 no, in the morning? I'm not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I'm trying to get all the sleep I can right now. I just, <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> when you envision, you know, having a son, yeah. what are you most looking forward to? I'm, I'm goofy, so I'm... Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm going to have fun with him, and everybody says he's going to be more goofier. I'm going to be more goofier than him, and I'm just going to have fun playing with the baby, um, enjoying his time. Um, I want him to be better, better than me. Um, I want him to know what I did, but I want him to know who I was, too, as a person, just making sure he's humble, making sure he was raised the right way like I was mm-hmm. from the South. Just Yes, ma'am, yes, sir, things like that. Mm-hmm. When does he do? April 14th, so right before the playoffs, right in between. Yeah. So I'm excited. Could be some big things happening. Could be a, a lot of things going on during that playoffs. So I just got to make sure I stay focused. Absolutely. I talked to Tim Connolly. He asked him, like, what is the deal with that when people have babies? Can they take off or anything? He said, 
I don't care if it's game seven of the finals, but I told him, I don't know. Man, <laughs> if it was game seven of the finals, I might, I might be there. To, I'm going to have to be there. <laughs> but, no, he said it's, that's more important. Family's more important. That, that made me happy, and I didn't know that that was able to do that in the league. I thought you had to play the game, play practice, things like that. What was it like growing up in your household? My household, my mom was the strict one. Uh, my dad was the cool <laughs> one, chill one. Um, but she's always made sure I'm the person I am because of my mom, nice, humble, and just just happy about life in general. That's why I have so much energy. Every morning she wakes up and happy because she's alive. Mm -hmm. She's had her open heart surgery. She's been in a car accident before. So when you go through things like that, you kind of take life a different approach. And seeing her go through that, I took it that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Was it easy? I mean, I, um, I mean, she was strict, but also both of your parents, very outgoing, very, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, they're people, people. Yeah, right. They're yeah. And it's, people, yeah, it seems sure. imprinted on you. <laughs> they're people, people. Yeah, right? That's yeah. what they are. Uh, but, but that aspect of it, talk about that aspect. Just, it was, seems like it was a fun household. Man, I was talking about that um, with my girl. They party more than us. <laughs> they really do. My mom called me at three in the morning. I kid you not. Like, I could show you the call log on New Year's. And I'm sleeping in bed like, mom. What is going? I have a game tomorrow. Can I get my rest? And she's like, "Oh my bad. Call me tomorrow." You know how she is. She's mm -hmm. she's just happy, man. They just love life. Um, they don't worry about what's going on. They can control what they can control. That's the main thing for them. Yeah. That clearly has pushed over to you. Yeah. Because you have that yes. same mentality with everything you do. Yeah. It's like you're always smiling. You're I one am. of the most fun players to interact with. Because I appreciate it. You are. You're a goofball, and Thank we love that. <laughs> Who inspired your basketball journey, though? Definitely my dad because he played overseas. Um, he stopped playing because he wanted to see me grow, and I, I was huge for me. And I'm, as a kid, you don't know that, but once you think about all the stuff he's done for you and stop doing basketball to change his hustle, to do what he has to do to get money from me, like it's, it's tough to do that. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. But he also embraced me to play basketball. Of course, Michael Jordan watching him play, but when I was younger. Um, but my dad really did. We went to the gym every day. Um, he used to force me to go to the gym because I wasn't really like, I didn't believe in myself as much as he did. Because, you know, parents, they always mm -hmm. believe you can do this, you can do Not that, always. you can take over the world. Mm -hmm. That's you, true. You have that's, good parents. That's true. That's true. But I didn't realize that until high school. And then my 11th year in middle school, 11th year in summer, I was like, you know what? I want to be great. I want to go to college. I want to go to the NBA. That's when it clicked for me in high school to become a better player then. And instead of him waking me up, I would have to wake him up and he'd be mad at me before school. Like, hey, boy, can we get, we got to go to school soon. Can we just? I would shoot before school like six. So he would, he would grind with me and I love that man. And my mom. I know he she's was, probably listening. Like, what about me, boy? <laughs> so he was your rebounder. He yeah, was your he coach. was he was my rebounder, my coach. He always told me form. Um, even now, he still tells me what to do. Um, so I love that man. How did you tell me about getting to Florida State first of all? What what, what was that process like? And um, you know, how did you even get hooked yeah. in? That, that was Leonard Hamilton. Yeah, He's sir. still the coach there. Yes, yeah. it, it was tough um, for me. I had a few good schools like UConn, UCLA, um, all the Georgia schools. Um, but I think I wanted to play in the ACC just because I heard that was the best league in college so I wanted to conquer that I wanted to have a challenge and be in that league and then finding the right fit the right coach and coming in I came in with Dwayne Bacon mm -hmm. who's played for the Hornets now um, so it, it was just cool to see 
and it's four hours away from home, so they could drive and so come see close, me. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty close. Uh, that's not a that's easy drive for them, and they just had my back whenever I struggled or needed some home cooked meals or something like that. I think uh, my relationship with Coach Ham, he was like my father down there because they're both noops, so that kind of was a connection right there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he, Coach Ham was a great coach for me on and off the court. You talk to him still? Yeah, or? I still do talk yeah. to him a lot. Um, he's got a lot of new recruits coming in. He always thanks me for that, and I'm, <laughs> I feel really humble about that. You know, just yeah. being that guy to change the program. We, Dwayne Bacon, did, but like to have the, be the first one and done ever at Florida State, mm -hmm. coming from Sam Cassell. Uh, those guys, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Do you have a favorite memory from there? Favorite memory from there would probably Could be on or off the court. On or off the court. <laughs> um, off the court would be my official visit. I had a great time, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got committed. Yeah, huh? that's you, how you I committed. That was great. That was a great weekend. Um, and on the court, I would say uh, just playing every game. Um, I had a record for the most double-digit points as a freshman all over the whole NCAA and uh, breaking that was pretty cool. So I felt pretty good. Behind Stephon, Stephon Marbury. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty mm -hmm. cool. Wow. When did you first dunk? First dunk was in Omaha, Nebraska, so the air was a little lighter out there. <laughs> air was a little lighter out there at a um, rec center gym, so probably a little lower too. So I felt really good though. Like rim grazing it and First dunk, I'll never forget it. How, how old were you? I was like maybe 13, 14, 15. 15? 15? 15? Yes, sir. We're talking in game? Uh, no. No, no, just, 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 just like first time you dunked it. Yeah, first time I dunked. Regular ball. Yeah. I was, Why were you there? Because my family's from there. My, okay. my dad's side is from there. So I went out there. Um, I go out there every summer if I can and just. You know, they don't have anything but golf out there. So right. I was like, Grandpa, can you take me to the gym, please? <laughs> and that's when I. I had enough energy to dunk, and I, I'll never forget that moment. Where, how long had you been trying before you got? I was got, trying for at least a solid year. Yeah. For real. Like, yeah. I tried my bounce. I was working on looking on YouTube, jump roping with a wave vest. <laughs> I was doing everything. Strength was, shoes and was, everything was, else. Straight, yeah. yeah. Shoes, I was ready, man. <laughs> that's, yeah, is that right. the moment that it all changed? Yeah, it is. That moment changed the light. It changed different. I tried to dunk in the game. Didn't work at all. Got taken out. Um, but you gotta try. You gotta try. Why not? And look at you now. Look at me now, dunking in games. Left leg leak. They call me on the team. <laughs> LLL. LLL. Trying to put somebody on a poster. Yeah, trying to, man. I almost got one. <laughs> almost got one, but I missed it. So that's my fault. But that was a good dunk. I got fouled, though. He, he got fouled. Yeah, I mean, let's, just, let's just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, your time in the NBA, how has it been? Tougher than you expected. What, what what did you expect coming in, and then how has that changed, or if it aligned exactly? With yeah, what that's you a thought? great question. Um, for me, when I came in, I didn't realize it was a job job. Like, yeah. this is what you do. No more school. Well, I had school in the beginning, and I had to stop that because that was too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it was actually like a job. Like this is people do this for a living. If you want to be great, you got to put in the work, put in the effort, do stuff off the court, on the court to become the best player you can be. And that didn't hit me really until like the middle of the season, my rookie year. And then I wasn't playing. So I didn't get the chance to really sh like do it. And I was all mentally messed up. So it was tough for me. But as I got older and as I got more mature, I just kept working to control what I controlled. And it was tough at first, but now it's just a routine. I got to keep the same routine no matter if I'm 
scoring 23, if I'm scoring five points, it don't matter. Just keep doing the same thing and it pays off. I think the one thing that impressed both of us, especially when we saw you in Summer League, was it didn't really matter if you were making shots or weren't making shots. You were diving on the floor, you were playing good yeah. defense, oh, you were grinding. That's, that's, yeah. that's just me. I've always played hard to the end of the game if we're down. Like that one time in Atlanta when I stole the ball and it was mm-hmm. we were obviously out of the game by then. But I just in high school people would hate me for that because I just I don't like I like, like playing to the whistle, um, whether if we're down or up. And if respectfully if we're up, hold the ball of course. But I just like playing until foul lady sings. We never know. Tracy McGrady, what? How many points in how many seconds? Yeah. You never, you never yeah. know. So. You never know. We, we, there, there's a former Nugget yeah. who scored, who hit three three-pointers in yeah. nine seconds. So, yeah. I mean, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> who has been the most influential teammate? Um, this year, I would say, like, surprisingly, IT. Hmm. Like, last night, um, for example, I had missed a three in the corner, and I hesitated the next time I got the ball. I didn't even shoot. I passed it to Paul, and he ended up getting an N1 or something. And I came back to the bench. He was like, why are you hesitating? And he was like, Kobe wouldn't do that. And I was like, you're right. So then the next time down, I hit like three threes in a row. He was like, see, I told you. And he's the one, like, some days that we have an off day, mm-hmm. um, and I, I feel like I really need to rest. He'll tell me, just come on in. We'll do spot shooting. We'll make it fun. We'll put money on it or anything like that. Just come get spot shots up. You never know what could happen. Just come get extra reps out. You don't have to move at all. Just come shoot. And I think that's also pushed me to another level, just staying consistent. Um, and just he's been a great guy. Just I always ask him questions. He got me that Kobe book. I read it. I sat at my house. I got to give it back, of course, my bad IT. <laughs> but, no, he's always I always asked him questions because he's, he's seen it all. He's the last pick, MVP cam- candidate, playoffs, lost his sister, all this type of stuff. I, I watched Book of Isaiah almost at least once a week I try to just to see like how he went through it and how he's dealing with it now not playing but still being community um talking a lot you know I just think one of the underrated aspects of being a pro and this is just no matter what sport but certainly I, I've been around basketball more than anything else yeah. is the environment that you come up in yeah and <clears throat> the environment that you that that you come <laughs> well okay so you know what hold on he saved my phone the last time do you remember last year yeah I was interviewing Paul yep, Millsap yep. and my phone went off during the interview like, and then like, you <laughs> snuck down there and got uh, my phone for me I helped you out and then Malik's been on he's gotten up there got since day one <laughs> but but you're the environment that you grew up the professionals that you were around and you yeah. just talked about Isaiah <laughs> Thomas and you've also known Paul Millsap for right. a long time so I was, yeah yeah just talk about your relationship with him. And yeah, it all started through my mom, of course. She's just talking, and I think she saw, like, Paul Millsap's camp or something, and she thought it was Paul Millsap, but they all, all his brothers kind of look alike, so <laughs> she thought it was Paul. But uh, it ended up being, like, Paul started to become my friend. I started working out with his trainer, um, and then one game in high school, I'm pretty sure y'all heard this story. Um, I was in high school. I went to the Hawks game. You know, I was courtside because I knew somebody. And he took me home, well, took me halfway home to meet my parents after the game. And I was just amazed because that's the first time really talking to him. I'm in his car. I think, I don't even know what he has. I just know he has TVs in the back, <laughs> TVs in the front. Uh, and he has this electrolyte bottle. I'm like, why are you drinking electrolyte? It's, it looked nasty. I was like, why are you drinking electrolyte? He's like, just got to help your body. You know, you never know. You just want to stay hydrated and stuff like that. And I that's was a like, great Paul Millsap impression, too, by the exactly. way. That voice was. <laughs> got to stay. <laughs> so every. Since then, I started getting electrolytes after the game. My games, I'm in high school and I'm feeling better. Um, but no, he's been a great dude, just always looking after me and keeping me humble here and just making sure I'm always working. 
I gotta ask about Jamal because that's your guy. Yeah, you guys. Definitely, yeah, that's definitely my guy. He he knows like he he knows me. We know each other really well. Like when we're heated or when we're mad or when we feel like we need to focus in more or things like that. We we watch film together on the plane. Like we're, that's my dude. How did that relationship form? Did you know right? Was it like love at first sight in this bromance? Nah, it was love. <laughs> I saw him at the draft. It was funny. We were all in the draft. We were all different places, but we could all see each other. And like the first person I saw was Wancho. He was funny. He was like, "Hello, hola." I, was like, I forgot what he did. And then Jamal was with his family. I was like, "What's up, man? How you doing?" And then I think the clicking moment was in Summer League when we were riding back from, I think Nick O'Hara can tell you the story too. We were riding back from Summer League because we had to get interviewed. We went back to the hotel, but in the car ride, we were listening to Jay-Z and we were the only we were the only ones that liked Jay-Z, mm-hmm. like the old school, the black album. We were just rapping. We were like, dang, you like that? You like that? Because we're 20, 20, 19 at the time, yeah. listening to Jay-Z and he's like, Okay, yeah, you you a real one. Like, yeah, that's what y'all look at. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all, right. all right, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> respect, respect. And ever since then, we've just been cool, man. Just hanging out off the court, um, pushing each other, playing one on one, three in the morning, uh, just having fun. I'm curious because we don't know the NBA, obviously, like you know the yeah. NBA. Are relationships like that rare? Um, I think I think it is kind of rare, um, especially. It's hard to have another young guy who's as competitive as, who wants to have as much fun as you. You know, it's tough to have that. But um, like for example, Gary, it was him and Emmanuel, and then he left. So it's just you got to figure it out. Speaking of Gary, I just want to throw him in there. He's been a great teammate. Also, been injured, and I play his position. So you know, I'm always worried. That, is he like worried about me doing well or anything like that? After every game, after every shot, after every turnover or anything like that he's always in my ear telling me good job stay humble keep doing what you're doing keep doing this and I just want to throw that in there because I appreciate you Gary and thank you for just being like a good vet for me and you know keeping me um keep me in check and just making sure I keep working and you know I'm, I've always got your back too that's real it's one of the great things about this basketball team yeah uh, it, it really is a tight-knit yeah, group of is. people it is I definitely is yeah um when you the games are getting more important and more important yeah. and the team's in first place yeah. and i think the league certainly nationally media wise looking at the nuggets differently They're trying to move over still still, you see, still, still okay yeah <laughs> we'll talk you st- I, I i don't get it man I, um we're first in the west i feel like we still don't get enough love mm-hmm. you know and especially with joker he doesn't get any calls um but i don't want to get fined or anything i just i just <laughs> <laughs> i just think that they sh- i think the world should show us a little bit more respect uh we we don't even have three of our starters well we didn't even have three of our starters in the in the lineup and we're still in the first place and that's hard to do in the west you know um so but it's okay we're gonna keep doing what we're doing um i think for me the biggest like playoff type experience was the back-to-back san antonio games Mm -hmm. i never like had to play two teams in a row i kind of knew like going to the second game i knew everything that they were doing they knew everything we were doing so that was pretty cool to like to know it came down to who wants it more. Yeah, it's, it's funny to get those little experiences. Yeah, so so at the end of last season, you're playing, you guys are playing every game, and it's pretty much yeah. a playoff game every yep. single game because you was, have to win. That was crazy too. Yeah, and then you do this little thing. The the league, the the season is full of those little things, yeah. and I just wonder how much do you have a chance to soak those in, or yeah. is it is everything just going so fast during the season? It that? goes, it definitely goes fast. But in that moment with the San Antonio games, I took a different approach to those games. I treated it like it was a playoff. I tried to 
do something like it was a playoff game. So I would watch more film. I would try to listen to, like I watched the broadcast version where I can listen to their plays, see mm -hmm. what they're calling when they come down the court. It was just things like that and just knowing my personnel, knowing that. Um, so you got to take the moments, but sometimes it goes so fast. You don't even, it's already the what, 2nd of January, yeah. you know, so, but you got to take in all the little moments and enjoy it too. Hey, this film thing is really real with you. Me? Uh, yeah. Watching film. Yeah. Watching oh, yeah. film. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of big. I didn't like it at first. Yeah. Uh, at all. I don't think like, anybody does. Why are we sitting here <laughs> watching film? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This is so boring. I was there. I know what happened. I know exactly the plays that happened. <laughs> but no, nah, you, you notice little things. Like for me, uh, for my shot, it was balancing. And then um, also you could tell that people weren't closing out hard to me. And that's why I was shooting so well in the beginning. Like preseason, I was shooting really well because... They gave me the, as my trainer would call it, the dare you closeouts, to mm -hmm. dare you to shoot, to dare you to drop, like dare you to pull up, and that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to make them make me a runoff where I can dribble and you know make, play make for different teammates, and it's been working right now, and I just want to continue that. Are, are you a runoff? I believe so. I think. I'm, I think I'm, <laughs> have you have you seen it? I mean, are, are, yes, are, are, I've actually seen it in the last yeah. like five, ten games. Like people are really closing out hard to me and. I've tried it. Like I gotta, I gotta watch film on different people, like Bellinelli, because you know he's a beast. So mm -hmm. I, I started watching a little film with him on how he conquers that and still gets up threes, and like Kyle Culver, stuff like that. So you know, I still want to stay athletic and not just become a one-dimensional pure sharpshooter thing. I want to be able to mid-range. You see, I'm trying to hit a lot of mid-range shots or floaters or things like that, get to the rim. Mm -hmm. um, but it's tough just learning the new defenses and having new re schemes come at me. That's cool. Okay, we've talked a lot about basketball. We won't That's keep you okay. too much longer. Sorry, but I'm here. I want to know like a good Malik childhood story that does not involve basketball because I know you were a goofy kid. If, whether it was at school, did you pull pranks ever? I, I never pulled pranks, but I was definitely like, I don't think you could ever win this type of war, but I won the most class clown and the most likely <laughs> to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how that happened, but... Um, I can't think of anything crazy um, off the top of my head. I, I was just a goofball, man. I still am. I, I like having fun. Like, if I if you see me in if we're having lunch um, with the team and I drop a spatula, everybody's like, "That's such a Malik thing to do." Because <laughs> I'm always just so clumsy and goof when I'm off the court. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? She should also. Oh, go to. What do you like to do off the court? I like to, like, right now, before you, I came down, I was playing the video game. I just like to play video games, get my boots, especially right now in my life. Like, I just want to be consistent. Um, before, I would probably, I don't know, like, I like to go to the mountains here and there. Um, okay. Yeah, I like like a little nature here and there. Yeah. <laughs> a little nature here and there. Between Outdoorsy. What game are we playing? Huh? What game are we playing between the mountain visits? Yeah. Um, you want to drop your gamer tag? Oh, 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 yeah, sure. MBZ5, follow me, man. And if you're on PlayStation, Malik Beasley 25. Okay, so okay. Hit me up. Okay. But um, I play 2K a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I try to play against the guys. Like, Monte plays football against uh, Madden a lot against other players. I don't play Madden, but if they want to play, I'll play. Do you um, use yourself in 2K? I've don't use myself in two K. You don't like, use yourself in two K. I don't like my overall rating. I use I use our team for sure because <laughs> yeah. I know like how we play. Uh huh. But and they people always be like when I play online, be like, how you know those some They suck. I'm like, no, <laughs> tripping. We're no. first in the West. First of all, <laughs> second of all, this team is really nice if you know how to use Joker. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, airplane mode. 
can tell us about that. Yeah. Just let, yeah, let's airplane, see it. airplane mode is. Um, I started it last year with my guy Angelo Rain. What's up, big fella? How you doing? Uh, he's been a great business partner. He he does the everyday work, and I just try to promote, try to show everybody what it's about. And the, the initial brand is luggage, uh, just like airplane mode stuff, like sleeping bags, like the cover things. We were trying to get it in different airports, and also the gear, airplane mode. But for me. I took it to another level. Uh, well, he t- helped me take it to another level with no distractions, airplane mode. Like, mm-hmm. for me, like, this whole summer, I had no distractions. I was focused. I was locked in, airplane mode. Like, no phone. Like, even today, like, at night, I turn my phone off. No airplane. I put on airplane mode with alarm, of course, and just try to stay locked in. And that's been my motto. And then every time I travel, take a picture of the bag. And people always ask, where you get that from? Yeah, so, so how, how can people get it? Uh, go to airplanemolifestyle.com. Help me out. Check it out. It's it's fun. Um, and I got a night, few giveaways to give out soon, so stay tuned. You're also very fashionable. Uh, I'll try to. Where does that come from? If we want to be real here, I got it from Kenneth Farid. <laughs> yeah, he... he just his person. If y'all know Kenneth, he'll always be like, you know, I'm Sprite. You know this, you know that. <laughs> so you know, always hanging out with him, him yeah. being my vet, my first year. I was like, okay, I want to be like him. You know, I want to be swaggy too. And then um, as the years went by, I just wanted to look good, better, and better. And and now. My car is just full of different stuff, man. It's kind of a swaggy locker room. All y'all uh, dripping. Yeah, yeah we all dripping a lot. Gary, I, Gary, he was tough last game. <laughs> yeah, wore the fur coat, Fendi, and everything with the beanie. I was like, dang, okay, where you get that? I got stuff my game. Uh. <laughs> Do you have a favorite piece of clothing? Um, it'll either be off white, which I'm wearing now, or Gucci. Um, I think those are my two favorite clothing. Those are my go-to's. Um, and then of course airplane mode got throw that in there mm-hmm. I like to work because it's comfy it actually is comfy you gotta try it out uh, well we, we really appreciate you stopping by thanks yeah, for having it's, uh, we're on the road and it's it's not necessarily easy to do these things all the time so uh, thank once you. you get in here though you block everything out it's fun being with you guys, you guys I've seen you guys like for you I was telling you recently that I'm congrats because you got a huge bigger role and so do you yeah. so shit. Everybody's stepping up. We're doing our jobs. So you guys got to do yours. On <laughs> <laughs> Nuggets Nation, thank you for joining us on the latest episode. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good day, everybody. Happy New Year.